and welcome to the Peaceful Pastures podcast, finding peace in the pastures, spending 10 minutes each day with your shepherd. I am Pastor Daniel Lewig, and this podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministries of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Today concludes our, our week of study. This is our final week of study of the book of Genesis. For first-time listeners, this podcast studies four chapters of Genesis for four days each week, listening to the word, capturing the context, putting yourself in the narrative, and applying the word to your life. On day one, we let the word speak. We try not to bring any preconceived pictures or thoughts into our head and just listen to the word. And as you listen, make a mental or paper note about what struck you or stood out to you, what confused you, what wowed you. And most importantly, allow yourself to listen at the foot of your shepherd. To prepare ourselves to listen to God's word, let us begin with a short prayer. Heavenly Father, these things are written, that we may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in his name. Amen. The conclusion of our study of the book of Genesis, chapters 48 through 50. Sometime after these things, Joseph was told, Come right away. Your father is sick. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. Jacob was told, Look, your son Joseph is coming to you. So Israel gathered his strength and sat up on the bed. Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me at Luz in the land of Canaan and blessed me. He said to me, I will make you fruitful and multiply you, and I will make you into a community of peoples. And I will give this land to your descendants after you to your descendants after you as a permanent possession. Now your two sons, who were born to you in the land of Egypt before I came to you in Egypt, will be counted as mine. Ephraim and Manasseh will be counted as my sons, the same as Reuben and Simeon. Your sons that you father after them will count as your own. For receiving their inheritance, they will be registered under the name of their brothers. As for me, when I came back from Padan, to my loss, Rachel, to my loss, Rachel died on the journey in the land of Canaan when we were still some distance from Ephrath, and I buried her there on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. Israel saw Joseph's sons and asked, Who are these boys? Joseph said to his father, They are my sons whom God has given me here. Israel said, Please bring them to me, and I will bless them. Now the eyes of Israel were failing because of his age, and he could not see. Joseph brought the boys close to Jacob, and he kissed them and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I did not think I would see your face, but now God has let me see your offspring also. Joseph moved them from Jacob's lap, and he bowed down with his face to the ground. Joseph led them both. He led Ephraim with his right hand towards Israel's left hand and Manasseh with his left hand towards Israel's right hand and brought them close to him. But Israel, crossing his hands, stretched out his right hand and laid it on the head of Ephraim, who was the younger, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, though Manasseh was the firstborn. He blessed Joseph and said, 
May the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, the God who has been my shepherd all my life to this day, the angel who has redeemed me from all evil, bless these lads, and let my name be placed on them, and the name of my fathers Abraham and Isaac. Let them grow into a multitude in the midst of the earth. When Joseph saw that his father laid his right hand on the head of Ephraim, he was displeased. He held up his father's hand to remove it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, Not so, my father, for this one is the firstborn. Put your right hand on his head. His father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He will also become a people, and he will also be great. However, his younger brother will be greater than he, and his descendants will become a multitude of nations. He blessed them that day with these words. Israel will pronounce a blessing using your name, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and like Manasseh. So he placed Ephraim ahead of Manasseh. Israel said to Joseph, You see that I am dying, but God will be with you and will bring you again to the land of your fathers. In addition, I have given to you one more share than your brothers, the ridge of Shechem, that I took out of the hand of the Amorites with my sword and with my bow. Jacob called his sons and said, Gather together so that I can declare to you what will happen to you in the days to come. Assemble together and listen to this, you sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my firstborn, my might, and the beginning of my vigor, excelling in dignity and excelling in power. Boiling over like water, you shall not excel. Because you went up to your father's bed and you defiled it, he went up to my couch. Simeon and Levi are brothers. Their daggers are weapons of violence. My soul do not enter their council. My glory do not join in their assembly. Yes, in their anger they killed men. In their spitefulness they hamstrung oxen. Cursed be their anger, for it was fierce. Cursed be their wrath, for it was cruel. I will divide them in Jacob. I will scatter them in Israel. Judah, your brothers will praise you. Your hand will be on the throat of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Judah is a lion's cub. You have gone up from the prey, my son. He stooped down. He crouched like a lion. He is like a lioness. Who will provoke him? The scepter will not depart from Judah nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, until the one to whom it belongs comes. He will receive the obedience of the peoples. He will tie his foal his to the vine, his donkey's colt to the choice vine. He has washed his clothing in wine, his garments in the blood of grapes. His eyes will be darker than wine, his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun will dwell at the seashore, He will provide a landing place for ships. His border will extend toward Sidon. Issachar is a strong-boned donkey, lying down between the saddlebags. He saw a resting place that was good. He saw land that was pleasant. He bows his shoulder under the burden and becomes a slave doing forced labor. Dan will judge his people as one of the tribes of Israel. Dan will be a snake in the way, a viper in the path. It bites the horse's heels so that its rider falls backward. I have waited for your salvation, O Lord.
Raiders will attack Gad, but he will attack their heels. Asher's food will be rich. He will produce delicacies fit for a king. Naphtali is a doe set free that bears beautiful fawns. Joseph is a fruitful vine, a fruitful vine by a spring. His branches run over the wall. The archers have fiercely attacked him. They shot at him and harassed him, but his bow remained steady. His arms and hands were made strong by the hands of the mighty one of Jacob, by the hands of the shepherd, the stone of Israel, by the God of your father who will help you, by the Almighty who will bless you with blessings from heaven above, blessings from the deep that lies below, blessings from the breasts and from the womb. The blessings of your father are greater than the blessings of my parents, greater than the treasures of the ancient hills. They will rest on the head of Joseph, on the forehead of him who is elevated above his brothers. Benjamin is a ravenous wolf. In the morning he will devour the prey, at evening he will divide the spoils. All these are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their father spoke to them when he blessed them. He blessed each one with the appropriate blessing. He instructed them and said to them, I am going to be gathered to my people. Bury me with my fathers in the cave that is in the field of Ephron the Hittite, in the cave that is in the field of Machpelah, which is near Mamre, in the land of Canaan, which Abraham purchased along with the field from Ephron the Hittite as a burial place. There they buried Abraham and Sarah his wife. There they buried Isaac and Rebekah his wife, and there I buried Leah. The field and the cave that is in it was purchased from the descendants of Heth. When Jacob finished instructing his sons, he gathered up his feet into the bed, breathed his last, and was gathered to his people. Joseph put his face up against his father's face, wept over him, and kissed him. Joseph commanded the physicians who served him to embalm his father, so the physicians embalmed Israel. Forty days were set aside for him, for that is how many days it takes to embalm. The Egyptians mourned for him for seventy days. When the days of mourning for Jacob were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh. He said, If now I have found favor in your eyes, please speak directly to Pharaoh for me and say that my father made me take an oath. He said to me, Look, I am dying. Bury me in my tomb that I have dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now therefore, please let me go up and bury my father, and I will return here again. Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, just as he made you swear to do. Joseph went up to bury his father, and all the officials of Pharaoh went up with him, the senior officials of Pharaoh's household, all the elders of the land of Egypt, all the household of Joseph, his brothers, and his father's household. Only their little ones, their flocks, and their herds were left in the land of Goshen. Both chariots and horsemen went up with him. It was a very great entourage. They came to the threshing floor of Atad, which is on the other side of the Jordan, and there they mourned with a very loud and bitter lament. Joseph mourned for his father seven days. When the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, witnessed the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, This is a very solemn mourning by the Egyptians. That is why they named the place Abel Mizraim. It is beyond the Jordan. His sons did for him just what he commanded them to do. They carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah, 
which Abraham had purchased along with the field. He purchased it from Ephron the Hittite as a piece of property for a burial site near Mamre. After he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers, and all who had gone up with him to bury his father. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, It may be that Joseph will hate us and will pay us back in full for all the evil that we did to him. They sent the following message to Joseph. Before he died, your father commanded us, You are to tell Joseph, Please forgive the offense of your brothers and their sin, because they did evil to you. Now please forgive the offense of the servants of the, of the God of your father. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers also came and fell down in front of him, and they said, See, now we are your servants. Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for am I in the place of God? You meant evil against me, but God meant it for good, to bring this to pass and to keep many people alive as it is this day. Now therefore do not be afraid. I will nourish you and your little ones. He comforted them and spoke to them in a kind way. Joseph lived in Egypt, he and his father's household. Joseph lived 110 years. He saw Ephraim's children to their third generation. The children also of Machir, the son of Manasseh, were placed on Joseph's knees when they were born. Joseph said to his brothers, I am dying, but God will surely visit you and bring you up out of this land to the land that he swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Joseph made the descendants of Israel swear an oath. He said, God will surely visit you. Then you shall carry my bones up from here. So Joseph died when he was 110 years old, and they embalmed him, and he was put in a coffin in Egypt. This is the end of the book of Genesis. This wraps up today's podcast. We invite you to join in next time and take the opportunity to share our podcast with someone in your life who could use some peace in the pastures. You can find our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. If you have any questions, feel free to contact us at Christ Countryside Wells, W-E-L-S, at yahoo.com. Our podcast is brought to you by Christ Countryside Ministries, the regional ministry of St. John's Hill Point, Trinity Lime Ridge, and Bethlehem Richland Center. Music used with permission from Koine, part of their soundtrack to Oh That the Lord Would Guide My Ways. You can find their music on iTunes and many other online musical stores. Scripture used in this podcast is from the Evangelical Heritage Version, used with permission from the Wartburg Project. This is Pastor Daniel Lewig wishing you God's richest blessings on your day.